being nervous or having fear of becoming a law enforcement officer because of what you're hearing in today's society. Let's discuss. If you're new to this channel, I'm Frank. I have two gifts in the description for you. One is the Getting Started Workshop for Police Officers. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process. Plus, we have some added bonuses such as practice written exams that automatically generate scores for you. It's all in there. If you have something more specific to yourself or to your police hiring process, go ahead and schedule a free coaching call with me. I will walk you through anything you need to discuss or any questions you have about your specific situation. And I look forward to talking with you. Okay, let's jump into it. This is this is one of those motivational ones, right? This is, I have a little bit of fear of becoming a law enforcement officer. And the fear is not necessarily of a physical injury. However, that is a, a common fear, but it could be a fear of running into legal issues, you know, litigation. Will will someone try to sue me? Now, while that is always a potential possibility in any profession. It doesn't matter just law enforcement, but any profession. No one's sued more than doctors. And you've probably heard me say that before. But in any position, any position, you have that chance of, of being named in a, in a civil litigation. The nice part about being a government employee, especially a law enforcement officer, is you usually get something that's called qualified immunity, which means as long as you don't knowingly and intentionally violate a clearly established law, then, then you'll be covered under qualified immunity and they can't sue you individually. They can only go after your place of employment and that removes you from any type of lawsuit. So if you have fear of of litigation against you, it's very, it's very unlikely as long as you're doing what you need to do. And I know you will be a good law enforcement officer. I know you won't ever come across my desk for a misconduct review, but the aspect of it is as long as you're doing what you're supposed to. So let's break it down. You have to, first of all, you have to violate a clearly established law, which means it can't be something that is, is, whimsical or can't be something that is not not clear and what i mean by not clear if if there's no law in the books or the law violates a constitutional law if the state law violates a constitutional law that's not clearly established right if you follow one law and it leads to an issue with a constitutional law it's not clearly established same with case law if there's no case law which means no judge or jury have ever ruled on any aspect then then you're not really running into, into that issue for opening yourself up to civil litigation. So big thing here is you are, are safe and you're protected as a law enforcement officer under multiple different things. You know, if you're if you're trying to help someone in an emergency situation and and they get injured further because of your actions, you still are covered under the Good Samaritan Act. Just because you're a law enforcement officer doesn't mean you lose your individual protections as well. So keep that in mind. It, it It's hard to sue you when you have qualified immunity that that takes a lot to be stripped away. So that's, that's the civil lawsuit side. Let's jump over to the physical aspect. Most law enforcement in the nation, right? Or in the, in the well, we'll just stick with the nation. Most law enforcement... In the nation or the continent, right? North America, 
never pull their firearms. They never use their firearms in the course of their profession, which means they never, they're never in a situation that requires the use use of, of deadly force, right. From their, their firearms. That right there is, is just basic statistics. If you, if you apply that principle to, to your worries, then you know statistically it's unlikely that you'll have to use your firearm to defend yourself, which if we break that down a little bit further, it's statistically unlikely that you will be in a situation that's going to require serious bodily harm or death to you. So having that fear while is warranted and you should always have have a concern, you know, you're doing a very noble and honorable profession, but it may come down to you know, you may come down to have to use force to affect an arrest. At the same point in time, statistically, that force is never going to escalate to the use of deadly force from from what this what we see in in all the statistics or analytics from from the nation, you know, for the last 20, 30 years. I'm not saying that your fears are unwarranted. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm never trying to convey that to you um, or your concerns. Maybe it's not a fear. It's just a concern. But at the same point, it's, it's something that if you, if you apply these statistics to, to the situation, hopefully it can make you feel a little bit better that that is unlikely to happen. Now, I will say that certain law enforcement officers wind up finding themselves in situations you requiring force, and I'm not saying deadly force, I'm not saying they're firearm, but using force more than others. And sometimes it's at the result of an officer escalating a situation. As long as you are a reasonable officer and you use your greatest tool, which is your mind, you will be fine going through the your service and, and your career as a law enforcement officer. It is it is something that I strongly suggest because while there it always remains that underlying concern that is today going to be a day where I deal with a combative suspect, at the same point in time, you if you have good partners and you have good shift supervisors and you have individuals that are that are always there and to support you, it's never a fair fight. It's never a fair fight. Law enforcement always has more numbers and greater firepower. Um, and greater, greater defensive tools, right? So you got more than just your firearm on your hip. You have, you have OC spray, you have your baton, you have your taser, you have your body camera, which surprisingly enough, just the mere presence of a camera usually deters people from, from getting aggressive, right? Because they know that it will be shown to the world to, to see if this escalates into a, into a courtroom. So don't, I don't want to say don't worry about it, right? It's not what I want to say, but don't let it compel you to not pursue your dream of a law enforcement officer. Statistically, you are going to be fine both in the civil litigation realm and in the physical realm for your safety. Now, I'm not downplaying law enforcement's risk and I'm not downplaying their the importance of what they do, because it is at point in times, a dangerous job at other point in times, it's a lot of sitting around and writing paperwork and other point in times, it's a lot of driving around and, and 
doing traffic infractions. Other times it's maybe you're in a specialty unit where you're in a as a detective or you're in as a SWAT team member or you're in as a maybe undercover narcotics, something like that. Those those are other other possibilities too. And each time, maybe each one adds a little bit more of, of a concern factor. But for the most part, getting started, right? Getting started and trying to start your law enforcement career. If you have that desire and that that drive to want to get out there and serve those those in your community and those around you, don't let the fear or the concern stop you. Statistically, officers go their whole careers without getting into any incidents, any major incidents. And, and that's what you can play on if, if that concern is there for you. And then if you're if you're the law enforcement officer that that wants to get out there and say, hey, I want to I want to make that impact. I want to get on these special teams. I want to get on task force with the DEA or the ATF or the FBI. You can do it and you can and you can pursue all those all those high profile crimes that that a lot of people see on TV and things like that. And you accept a little bit of, of more risk when you do that, but at the same point in time, you have teams and teams of individuals that are there to support you and get you through it. So as I said before, don't let fear or concern stop you from pursuing this dream, this passion of yours. Start your journey. Get up right now. Start doing whatever you need to do to take the steps you need for, for success. So. Those gifts are up above, or excuse me, those gifts are down below in the description. Getting started as a police officer workshop is going to walk you through everything you need to know for the hiring process. If you're already in the hiring process or you're getting ready to start and you have something specific to you that you want to ask, hey, I'm available for a free coaching call and I'd love to sit down and talk with you. As always, stay safe and I will see you next time.